0: So, yesterday, in our journey to understand the meaning of the four kashas, um, which the word kasha means something which is not just a clarifying question, but something which is a disturbing question, something that you're really wondering about. Uh, we wanted to figure out, how could there be such a thing as a kasha in the world of Atsilos? Because questions come from klippa questions come because of a real concealment of godliness, as we learned yesterday that concealment means a real concealment, akasha means that not only do you not see the truth, but you think that the opposite of truth is true like, kind of like the difference between a, a parable and a riddle in the parable you don't see the truth you're looking for it, but you don't. You see something else, but in a riddle you see something, something which is the opposite of the truth you see something which is, which, is, which which disturbs you so when the Jewish people are told by Hashem, you can't uh, work on the land in the seventh year, so they don't just have a question, a clarifying question. Oh, They have a disturbing question. What are we going to eat in the seventh year? In other words, their question was a question which demanded them to act differently to the truth. They thought they won't be able to survive unless they work. And so the terrorist is, is, is highlighting that kind of question. So, the Torah is a blueprint for creation. So the Torah discusses a, uh, a a a question that goes against the truth. That's the reason why we find in the world things that are not just not true, but the opposite of truth. And and, and we, we enter um, uh, circumstances in where we feel the opposite of truth is true. That's the meaning of akasha. So that kind of experience would seem to be relevant in the world beneath Atzilus. In the world of Atzilus, the world of of the of unity, the world of truth, the world which is there is revealed, how Hashem is alone, nothing besides Him, how could there be Akasha? That was our question. So what we started to explain is that the meaning of Akasha is something hides the truth, it goes, and again, that the opposite of truth seems true. Uh, vis-a-vis Atsilus, it's not that there is something in Atzillus itself that is akasha, it's merely that something is preventing Atzillus from being revealed in the worlds beneath it. And unlike the light of the sun, the light of the sun doesn't care whether it gives light or not, whether there's clouds or not, the... Um, uh, someone asked me yesterday, uh, seemingly Hashem created the sun to give light to the earth, so why doesn't the sun care if that's the whole life, if that's what the sun's purpose is, it's the sun should care too. Um, uh, perhaps there's a difference between the, the, uh, the, the angel or soul of the sun and the, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. It's a good question. But but Chassidah says that the sun is, is light, the sun gives light, no, way. doesn't care where its light goes. Versus, um, the world of Atzillus does care. There, there are two terms a uses to describe God's flow to the world. One is ur er and one is shefa. Ur er means, and both these words are important uh, to describe God's sustenance to the world. Because there are two opposite questions that you could ask about um, Hashem creating the world. One is, um, shouldn't Hashem change by the experience? Shouldn't Hashem uh, be invested in creating such a big world and therefore not be the same as he was before? Shouldn't Hashem's unity and oneness change? now? That Before he was alone, now there's all these creatures here. So to answer these questions, this says that the amount of energy that Hashem expends, so to speak, to create the world, is so negligible that it's compared to the light of the sun. That light of the sun is negligible to the sun. The sun doesn't care if it goes light or not. It's not, it's not, it's not a, uh, something which, which matters, it's something which, which, which takes energy, which takes effort. That's the purpose of the, of, the, of the analogy of Ur, of light, light of the sun, to express how Hashem's oneness doesn't change. He's still alone, and everything's insignificant. As we say in the evening, Baruch and bless is the one who spoke, and the world came to be, that for Hashem, all of existence uh, emerges from His speech. Just like by us, our words are not important to us. We could say so many words... Uh, as, as, we, as we can speak an infinite amount of words if we will live in an infinite amount of time so too for Hashem the uh, words that Hashem used, the ten utterances that constantly create and recreate every single creature in the world uh, they, th- those, those words are negligible so Hashem doesn't change but that could bring you to a bigger question if Hashem creates the world in a similar way that the light of the sun emerges from the sun that means that there's no divine providence that means things are happening by themselves that means Hashem isn't involved so another term the is used to describe the divine flow is shefa. Shefa is the way a teacher um, gives over information to a student. The teacher cares about the student. The teacher is changed by the experience. The teacher, uh, it matters to the teacher whether the student gets it or not. Or, and that's because the teacher is is invested and, and connected to what he's doing. So both of uh, these parables are relevant to the godly flow, how could they both be true at the same time? Is a bigger question than for now. But Hashem suffice to say that yes, the divine energy that, gives, that Hashem gives to the world is negligible, and yet Hashem's very um, interested in what happens, and there's divine providence in every creature. So um, the world of, of Atsilus, its uh, role is to be more in the Shefa arena than in the Ur er arena. The, ro- the world of Atzalus is the reason why we have 10 spheres. Hashem said, let us make man in our image. Our image means, in, in a similar way to, so to speak, the divine image. And Hashem was referring to the specifically the world of Atzilus. The world of Atzalus has 10 sphires. so Hashem is saying, let us make man in the image of the world of Atzalus. So Hashem specifically contracted Himself and hid Himself in a way that He has 10 divine powers so that we also can emerge from that contraction. So we were created in the image of Hashem because Hashem contracted His light in the way to have only 10 spheres. So if those 10 spheres aren't um, producing an impact in the worlds beneath Hatzilus, then Hatzilus is not fulfilling its mission. Hatzilus is meant to be an intermediary between the Creator and the creation. And that's... As every intermediary, it has to have an element of the of the of both parties. It has to be able to be uh, able to join both parties together, and therefore it has to have some understanding of both parties, some relationship to both parties. So, on the one hand, the word Silus means emanation; it's a revelation of godliness On the other hand Atzilus is called a world. The word world in Hebrew means concealment. So. Atsilus has an element that we have in common with it. Atsilus is a concealment of godliness. It's, in, yes, Atsilus is also called the world of oneness. As the Zohar says, he and his lights are one, he and his vessels are one. So Atsilus has a higher kind of element in it. Atsilus has something which is uh, which is analogous and expresses Hashem's truth. Um, so Atsilus is a perfect intermediary because it has both elements in it. It has something... Uh, higher and something lower, something that that is um, that makes it a, a perfect intermediary. It has something in it which is godly. It reveals the truth of Hashem. He a, he, it's a world of unity. On then other hand, it's also a concealment, and therefore something that can, can convey Hashem's truth, the and bin of Hashem, so that from the and bin of Hashem can emerge the chachmah of man. So, if there's something stopping Atsilos from revealing itself, the world's beneath it, it's called a clip of Atsilos, although in Atsilos itself there are no clippers because it stops Atsilos from doing what Atsilos is meant to do. So, that's the reason why the child asks and uses the word kushia for all four questions, even for the world of Atsilos, because from the perspective of the child who is in this world, the world of Asiya, he has a cushion about Atzillus also. He, he is not experiencing the revelation of Atsilus. So he, for him, Atsilus is also in a state of a cushion. is also in a state of a, 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 a not just a, a clarifying question, but in a state of confusion, because he's not getting it. Maybe Atsilus is great where Atsilus is, but I'm not getting it. So therefore the child asks Akasha, what's with Atsilus? I'm not getting the light of Atzillus. There, there's a cushion preventing Atsilus from reaching me. So that's what's so called a cushion of Atsilus, It's called a clip of Atsilus. Because it prevents Atzils from doing what Atzils, Atzils is meant to do. Let's go on to this test, page test, so he's dealt. Now, please, we've been at time. Shlosh, koh, nizk, rak, makosh, harviyas, shnek, grem, Atzils, teshach, kosh, shang, says, oh, you're an unbelievable point. A point which is, uh, it, could cha- it, could, it, could, it could change our lives, hopefully. You know, hopefully it will. The, the child uses the word all of us in the fourth question. Only in the question corresponding to Atzils, they use the word all of us doesn't use the, word, use the word all of us in other questions. Why? Why doesn't he use the word all of us in other questions? When the child is talking about the world of Atzilus, he mentions that Atzilus is a place of all of us. Atzilus is a place of unity. And therefore, there cannot be Klippa in Atzilus. The child says, I admit that the, the 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 question the kusha, is not atzilus. Why is there no question atzilus? Because atzilus is a place of unity and there's no place of, there's no place for klipper there. of He cannot say the words all of us about the other questions. In the question he asks about atzilus he highlights that there is a kushya that he has, standing in the world of Asiyah, that he's not seeing the light of Atzilus. So he has a kushya, but he mentions that I'm not talking about the place of Atzilus itself. There there are no questions. Why no questions of Because Atzilus is a place of, of all of us. If there would be a all of us kind of environment in B'ri Yetzir there would be no questions. Why not? Because questions are from Klippa. questions are from from a real concealment of galliness, a disturbing concealment of galliness. When we're all together, what does the Torah say? Bless us, our Father, all is one. When all is one, our father blesses us. And since the Torah says in the light of the King's face there is life. So if we have the light of Hashem's face, we have life, we have the tree of life. So that at the level of the tree of life, at the level of the light of the king's face, at the level of revelation, there are no questions. Questions arise because there's a concealment of the king's face. So if there's an all of us in the worlds beneath silos there wouldn't be any questions. How could there be questions because there's no all of us? I don't know if this is relevant or not, but it's just mind-blowing. Tzemach Tzedek, when uh, he was arrested many times by the Russian government, the Russian government asked him, aren't you worried about your followers? So Tzemach Sedek said two answers. One answer was, uh, if he gets killed so his children will take over and the second answer he said was the chassidim with their unity will be able to reach Mashiach so the Rebbe once commented on these two answers and he said one answer was for then the other answer was for after the passing of the previous Rebbe after Yud Shvat. after Yud Shvat there needs to be the unity of the chassidim, and that's how they get to Mashiach <laughs> but I'm just thinking based on what we just learned what's the, pshat, the chassidim with their unity they'll reach Mashiach what what's the function uh, that, that the Rebbe does that the Chesidim are supposed to replace? The Rebbe is, says in the Torah, I stand between Hashem and you, Meishah says, to tell you the word of Hashem. Meshabinu is about revealing guidance to the world. You're revealing Hashem's words and revealing Hashem's presence. It says in Ta'in Shreyichel V'muna, the Tzadikim, our Hashem's expression of Rachamim, the existence of a tzaddik, the miracles of the Tzadik, the, that that's Hashem's Raham that's how the world is able to exist, because Hashem, revelation of Hashem. So that Tzaddik functions as a window, so we could see galiness in the world. So we could see Hashem's truth. So Hebe says over here, when you're together, when you're together, bless us our Father, always one, with the light of your face. When we're together we have the light of Hashem's face. The light of the so in the light of the king's king's face, you have, you, have, you, have, you have the light of the Tzaddik, you have the light of the Rebbe, you have you have revelation of Galinus. That doesn't say the the kind of revelation it is. It just says it's called the Tree of Life, um, which is the the word the uh, Itzheim uses for the inner dimension of Torah, the place where there are no questions, there are no separation. So when we have unity, there's revelation of g So there's no questions. What are questions? What what are disturbing questions arise? Disturbing questions arise when there's concealment of godliness. When there's unity, there's no disturbance. There's no there's no concealment to have that disturbance. This whole kind of scenario, where you're in a zone where, where you, you look at the opposite of truth and it seems to you to be true, that's a illusion caused by the absence of unity. Where there's unity, there's revelation. No clip. Okay. So now we can understand the wording of the, four, of the introduction to the question: Why is this night different than all the nights? We were wondering both. Why it says, why is this night different? It could have said, why is this time different? And why is, do we emphasize from all the nights? We could have said from all the times. So the answer is, Why? Are there questions? There are no questions when there's day. The only question is because when there's night. Questions means clipper concealment. Nighttime is concealment. Daytime is, means revelation. Where are there questions? There are questions only because of concealment. So, so therefore the, the the child emphasizes why is this night different than all the nights? Why do I have questions? Because it's night and because it's concealed. And this will explain to us also why there's a need for the child to introduce his questions with the manastan. Why does it have to say why is that different than all the nights? Why can't he just ask this question? What he means by his question is Night, the essence of night is about concealment. How is it possible to bring the revelation of the Exodus from Egypt in a place of nighttime, in a place of concealment? That's his question. His question is how can we experience this Seder, this revelation of the Exodus, when it's nighttime, when there's a concealment? This question is not relevant To the seventh day of Pesach On the seventh day of Pesach It says that the night shine like the day But on the, not, the first night of Pesach Before midnight After midnight indeed the gods killed the Egyptians And saved the Jewish people But before midnight It was still night And how could they read Revelation of Hashem how could there be the experience of the revelation of the exodus of Egypt when there's a time of night? So that's his question. It's a big question. How could there be a revelation in the time of night? What's the answer to this question? The question of a wise man is half the answer. In his question itself. There is a hint to his answer. to The answer to this question. The question is, why is this night different? Or literal translation is, what is different about this night? What is different about this night? Uh, Pardon the example. Was like Abbott and Costello. Who's on first? What's on second? What is different about this night? What's different about this night is what? What does that mean? What's different about this night is ma. What does ma mean? There are two kinds of godly revelation. There's ma and there's ban. Ma is a revelation of godliness, which is pure and clear, that comes from beyond all the worlds. So, what's different about the night of the Seder, is that there's revelation from beyond all the worlds. And therefore, it's possible that even in the circumstance of night, there could be revelation. Ban is... Hashem's name could be spelled in different ways, and... Based on how it's spelled, there is a different kind of godly energy in that uh, that, that 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 name expresses. So, the name Yud um in Pasachalio it's spelled out the way it's the numerical equivalent to um, to forty five. You can look in the Siddur Yo and see how you get forty five. And Ban is spelled Yud and a Vav Dalit, Hey, Hey, Vav Vav, Hey Hey, that equals to fifty two. That's a godly revelation, yes, but it's a godly revelation which is sort of like um, a parable. As I mentioned before, in a parable you don't see the truth. You know, the parable is about the truth, but you don't see the inner meaning of the truth. In, in Ban, it, it's sort of like this. You are, you're in this world, this physical world, and you're trying to figure out the dissonance between the way this world is and the truth that you know that there's nothing besides Hashem. You feel this dissonance, you're trying to figure out what this parable is about. You know it's a parable, you know it's about Hashem, but you're trying to match things. But Ban, th- th- that's 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 Ban. Ma is that there's no parable. You see this world and the worlds above it as one continuation, one continuum. Here there's a revelation of Hashem and Hatzilus, and there's another revelation in this world in a different way. So that, That's 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 experience of, 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 uh, of uh, Ma. So when there's a revelation of Ma, so then even in nighttime, even in this world, there could be the revelation of, of the Exodus of Egypt. Manishtana. What is different about this night? What's different is the revelation of Ma. And that's why the previous Rebba says that the language in the Siddur, you pour the second cup, and here the child asks Ma. Bakan ben Shoyl Ma. The previous Sabbath explains that the words ben shoyal ma also refer to this revelation. The simple meaning is the child asks Manishtana. The previous Sabba says this means the ban the numerical equivalent of God's name, 52, is asking for and requesting that there be 45, that there be Ma, there be a higher revelation of Godliness. Although sometimes it says that the name Ma is one of the names of Hashem, Ma Shemoi, Ma Shem Benoi, as the Torah uses the word Ma in reference to a name, that's Yud Vavke, a lower level of Yud Vavke. But here we're talking about Ma as it is, the higher level of Yud Vavke which is above all the spiritual cosmos. So because there's a revelation of Ma, this causes that even the night time there could be Zeh. What does that mean? Zeh means something you could point out with your fingers and say this is what it is. There's nothing really in this world that we could point out and say this is what it is because whatever we're pointing at, we're just seeing the physical veneer of, of what it is, we're not seeing the what makes it really tick. What makes it tick is, is Hashem's words. So, prophecy is associated with the word Zeh. Or more specifically, the highest level of prophecy is associated with the word Zeh. It says that all the prophets, when they gave prophecy, they said so says Hashem. That means they weren't really experiencing a pure revelation of Hashem. And they said it's something like this that Hashem is saying. It's koi, it's something similar. Versus Moshe when he gave prophecy, he said this is the word of Hashem, because Moshe Rabbeinu had a pure and clear revelation of Galeemus. So, because on the night of the Seder, there is revelation of Ma. There is a revelation beyond this, all the spiritual cosmos. That's why it's possible that even in the night time there could be Ze. Halayla, even in Layla, there could be Zeh Even in the night time, even in concealment, there could be a revelation—a pure revelation of Ze. and that, that a revelation, of the highest level of prophecy, of the highest level of clarity. This is what it is—a revelation of the, of the truth of Hashem. And this divine revelation that comes down through the level of Ma, which is beyond the spiritual cosmos. This causes it, even in the nighttime, there could be the excess of Egypt, there could be revelation, it could reach to Zach. it could reach to this is what it is. So we answered all of our questions. Our questions were, yes, we many questions. Briefly, we asked um, why we use the word all of us, and we explained that only in the world of Atzillos, um is, there, is it possible to say all of us. Uh, but, therefore, the, specifically the fourth question has that level of unity because talking about Silus and only Atsilus does it have that unity, and therefore, if there would be all of us in the w- world beneath, it, and B.S.S.I.A., if there would be a uh, unity, there wouldn't be any questions. I think that's the most important point to take home. So, uh, okay, I things I need to go right now. Uh, in short, bottom line is that. Um, Since the fourth question corresponds to what of Atzilus, therefore mentions all of us, because only Atzilus has that, and this also explains why uh, we had to um, introduce the four questions with the with this statement. Why is this night different than all the nights? Because what that what that statement is is doing is explaining why it's possible for there to be revelation on the night of the Seder, because the night of the Seder is revelation of Ma, which is beyond the Stalshlus, and that explains why we use the words this night and. Different than all other nights, because the point of this revelation of Ma is that even the circumstance of night, there, could, there should be revelation. So all we need to do is be have unity, and then we could uh, cause a revelation of Ma. It doesn't matter what kind of night there is. L'chaim! l'chaim.